everyone to Mbaganire. We're dedicated to telling stories just the way our grandmothers and aunties used to tell us by the fire. Today we have somebody called Esteri Temandeke and she's going to tell us a very interesting story. So I hope you laugh, I hope you clap, I hope you sing and enjoy the story. Are you ready? Yes! Mbaganire 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 There was once a village where there were no girls There was a monster Orukoko who lived in a nearby hall in the village he would come out to the village every time he wished He especially liked girls and he would eat them right before they started developing breasts so, the villagers lived in fear and if any family got a baby girl, they would be sad because they knew Orukoko would eat her one day as she went to the river or snatch her from the back of the house doing something as ordinary as watching the chickens. One day, a woman in the village gave birth to a girl. She was so scared of losing her baby girl that she took her to a cave in the night and hid her there. Every day, she would get up and go over to the cave, feed her baby, and come back home. She named her baby Kasavina and hoped each day as she left it in the cave that no one would know it was there. The Orukoko heard that a child had been born in the village but did not know whether it was a girl or a boy. Kasavina grew and became a beautiful girl. She formed breasts and was on her way to becoming a woman something the village had not seen in a very long time. Her mother still carried food to her in the cave where a large stone door kept her safe from strangers. Every time her mother came with food, she would sing at the cave door with her lovely voice and say, Kasabina, Kasabina, Ochiriomwana wanje. Kasabina, kasabina, ochirio mwana wanje. One day, while Kasabina's mother sang at the cave door, the Urukoko sat nearby in the bushes listening. It had followed Kasabina's mother to the cave and it smiled to itself as it crammed their little cord. When Kasabina's mother left, the Urukoko tried to sing their song but realized its voice was much too hoarse. So it went to the medicine man and explained its predicament. It said, Medicine man, can you give me a voice as good as Kasabina's mother? The medicine man said he could. He found a concoction and gave it to Urukoko. Orukoko drank it and was told to go straight to the cave but not to eat anything on its way. As Orukoko made his way to Kasavina's cave, he came across grazing cows and they looked so delicious he couldn't stop himself. So he ate two or three dusty designs and went on his way. 
When he arrived at the cave, he tried to sing. Kasavina, kasavina, ochirio manawanje. His voice was so hoarse that Kasabina figured it out and didn't respond. Dejected, the Orukoko went back to its hall. When Kasabina's mother came that day and sang, Kasabina, Kasabina, Ochirio Mwana Wanje. Enchirio. Rarukoko, Raruka, Rarugumze. She opened for the mother and told her all about it. The mother reminded her not to open for it or any other person but her. She stressed the need to keep safe and explained what was at stake as there were no girls in the village because of what the monster was doing. However, Yorukoko never gave up. Each day, he went to the medicine man, got a voice portion, and drank it. He was constantly tempted and swallowed whole goats, sheep, occasional bees, and butterflies. Each time he came and sang with a horse monster voice, and Kasabina did not open her cave door. Her mother would come by and she would tell her all about it and promise to stay safe. One day. The Orukoko managed to make the journey from the medicine man's place to Kasavina's cave without eating anything. When he arrived at the cave, he confidently and effortlessly sang, Kasavina, Kasavina, Uchirio Mwana Wanje, just like her mother. And she responded innocently with, The monster smiled and waited to see the horror on Kasabina's face when she opened the cave door. The Orukoko looked at Kasabina when it entered the cave and smiled some more. It found a knife, cut off her breasts and threw them on top of the drying rack above her fireplace. Because she had already become too old and he preferred little girls whose breasts hadn't grown, it swallowed her and left. Later, when Kasabina's mother came, she sang and sang and sang and got no response from the cave. She pushed the door and it gave wide open, just the way the monster had left it. She looked around the cave but could not find her daughter. But as she moved near the fireplace, she felt a liquid trickle down to her shoulders and then her arms. She looked and saw that it was blood. When she checked up on the drying rack, she saw that it was Kasabina's breast and wailed with sadness. She ran back to the village and told them what had happened. When they saw her distraught face, they decided they could not let Orukoko keep doing this. They had to come together as a village and defeat this monster. So they got spears, holes, and all kinds of weapons and went to the monster's hideout hall. While Orukoko slept, the villagers dug a pit in front of his hall and set traps in it, including spears and other traps. They covered it with grass and hid in the bushes nearby. Early the next morning, when the monster stepped out of its hole to go out for a hunt, he fell in the pit and got caught in the trap that was set up by the villagers. Yes! The people came out of hiding, used their spears to split 
open the belly of the monster. Out came the goats, sheep, cows, and all the girls that had been swallowed by the scary monster. <laughs> Kasabina also came out and fell in her mother's arms. Because the village had united, they had managed to save not only Kasabina, but everyone and everything that the monster had eaten. When I left them celebrating, I came to tell you this story. So anybody wants to tell us what they liked or didn't like about the story? And what did you like? The villagers making the traps. Cool. Comfort? didn't like the monster cutting off the girl's breasts. And what did you like? The mother hiding the girl. <laughs> story teaches us to work together because the village came together to kill the monster. That's true. Because when the people were working alone, the monster was eating the girls. And as soon as they all came together, they had enough wisdom amongst them to actually trap and kill the monster. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for yet another episode of Mbaganire podcast. Today's story was Kasabina, originally told by Praise Ninsima in Rinyachitara, and narrated today in English by Esteri Temandeke. It was recorded, mixed, and mastered by Sozi of Gorilla Waves, and the music was written and produced by Ntleng in Tlongo. Find us at mbaganire.buzzsprout.com. But we're also available at Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at mbaganire underscore mbaganire and on Facebook at mbaganire. I'm your host, Patience Nitumwesiga.